it's the next level. Hey, Flyers fans. I know you missed me, but I know you missed the Flyers more, guys. It is time for the 2021-2022 Flyers season. And it's time for the Flyers update. Yeah. Guys, I am excited to be back with you talking Flyers hockey this season promising to be one for the books the tagline is bring it back to broad and i believe it the flyers have a very talented team this year they brought on some big free agent acquisitions and some big trades cam atkinson one of them really making a difference for this flyers offense then you're talking about keith yandel ryan ellis i mean these guys are really shoring up the defensive side and you're tagging them up with Ivan Provorov. I mean, geez, talk about a winning combination. And from what I'm seeing so far from the captain, I'm liking it. He is shoot first, ask questions later. I love it. So guys, let's look into the Flyers recap. Flyers started off the season on Friday, ended up losing at home to the Canucks 5-4 in a shootout. Hey, that's okay. Came away with a point. Then the Flyers followed it up with two strong wins. One on Monday night, 6-1 versus the new franchise in the league, the Seattle Kraken. The Flyers were able to take care of business. Followed it up with an equally strong win on Wednesday, 6-3 versus the Bruins. Looking ahead, the Flyers are going to take on the Panthers at home on Saturday. Then they're going to be heading north of the border. They're going to be taking on the Oilers on Wednesday and then following it up with the Canucks on Thursday. So guys, I am pumped. I cannot wait for this season. Carter Hart looking uh, a little iffy in the beginning, but really took care of business for us to crack in. Now we get to see what this kid can do. We get to see what the Flyers can do. And I am ecstatic for it, guys. I cannot wait for the season. I can't wait to see what this young team can do for us. So guys, I know you're excited. I'm excited. Let's hear it for our Flyers. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. I think I got a little buzz on your end, but I could probably take it out. Yeah, I've got a, um, I've got an HP laptop. The, the fan is pretty loud. It's like a, an airplane. Oh, yeah, I could probably take it out. If not, I don't really care that much. <laughs> it's not, it's not distracting. Like I just noticed it at the end. I've kind of, uh, I've gotten used to it. So, like tinnitus or something. It's just my my ears <laughs> cancel it out. I need a new laptop at some stage. Yeah, put it on the list. <laughs> All the other things, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got to ski, you got to write a song for wrestling, and you got to get a new laptop. You got some homework. Yeah, you make it sound so simple. Um, if I can get that accomplished, I'll be doing well. <laughs> Even just one of those. Yeah, I think um, I think the theme song will be the way to go. If I, if I get the theme song, I can buy a new laptop. There you go. And ski mm-hmm. lessons. Mm-hmm. And insurance. But yeah, and, well, yeah, sounds like a good, good week anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody's not confident. <laughs> but you actually have, you know, good health care over there, don't you? 
We have healthcare, yes. Um, you don't go bankrupt to to break a leg skiing, for example. Oh man. <laughs> oh, the double whammy. You broke your leg and you can't pay to fix it. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Healthcare is a good thing. Um, so if I swear, am I going to get the Nintendo signed? The way I think I heard on your you previous will, yeah, episode. You would. Well, if you swear during this last thing, then yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll see. I'll see what sort of the question is. <laughs> so I do have one more question for you. It's one that I ask all of my guests. It's been a hot debate on the show. And to let you know, I do judge you based on your answer. So a little pressure on you. Uh, <laughs> I want to know, I need to know, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, I think it would all come down to the hinge. You know, if um, if the hinge of the, the, the bread bun, if it perforates and kind of splits, so you have two pieces of bread, I think then you're in sandwich territory. But before that, no, I don't think that that would be uh, appropriately called a sandwich. So a standard hot dog, standard bun, not a sandwich. No, because it's one piece of bread. I don't think a sandwich... A sandwich implies a cut for me. I'm so glad to hear you say that. You have answered the question correctly. Thank you so much. <sighs> My pleasure. <laughs> how many answered the question incorrectly in the past? Uh, just one so far. And how many people have you asked? Uh, I think you're the fifth one. Oh, an elite club then. Yeah. I mean, I've put it on like Facebook and Twitter and stuff, but as far as people who've actually been on the show, I think it's about five. I don't do a lot of interviews, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but no coins. Yeah, I haven't had a good hot dog in a long time. Sorry? You want to say some naughty words so you can get some coins here at the end? Well, we can always talk about the list. <laughs> the list of um, actors that we hate. Let's see. Uh, got a few more. Ben Affleck, Alan um, Tom Cruise, and DiCaprio. And as well. And Juice swear out of me if he comes on. I said, I told you Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I? Yeah, Bruce Willis. I heard also that you uh, you like Seinfeld and Friends, which I agree with. I think there was somebody um, on your on your post who was saying that they were overrated and kind of you hate uh, Seinfeld or you love Seinfeld. Um, so I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, it's the, there's definitely no middle ground with, I feel like Seinfeld and Friends, they kind of mesh together in that you either, you like them or you don't. There's nothing like, yeah, it's all right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I think if you're, uh, if you're finding reasons to kind of be angry about Friends or Seinfeld, you, you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's innocent enough stuff, so it's fun. Yeah, if you don't like it, just change the channel. Watch something else. No, I don't think I've. I haven't got heated enough um, to to deserve a, a Nintendo bleep. You haven't riled me. Damn it! I don't have any more questions either. I don't even know if this will make the show. I have no idea. Yeah, pe peaks and valleys. I think there's uh, there's a few good questions in there you could forensically pull out and and use. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean everything before this and the hot dog question that'll be in there, but I uh, I don't know about all this. I was trying to get you to swear, really. That was the goal, and it didn't work, so I lost. I'm upset. I like a good swear. What What are you saying whenever you, whenever you bleep yourself out? Um, is it or 
No, it's a, yeah. it's a couple different things. Usually I'll tell somebody to go for, uh, he's a piece of a lot of pieces, really. That's the big one. Or just that's universal, potent. Yeah, have I ever said that? I'm trying to think if I've ever said on the show. I don't think I have. Hmm. It's the first time for everything. I guess so. See, for me, that's like, so, all right, I got a question. This might make the show, because I got a question for you. Over where you are, across the pond, if you will, is that like a normal term you just throw around? Yeah. Hey, we got oh. one. <laughs> you can hear it a few times during the day, yeah. Definitely. Really? Um, sort of, uh, it, it's a term of endearment as, as much as it is a swear. You know, you get to meal companions calling each other stingy or whatever. It's not, um, it's sort of in the tone, it's in your inflection. You know, whether it's interpreted as a, as a hostile word or not, you could, you could almost get away with it in, in a library or something. Huh, that would not work here. No, well. Not, not even a um, little bit. Mm, yeah, I, I remember um, the uh, the WWE used to be a lot better when it, when they had swears when it was a little, a little bit more edgy. <laughs> they got away with a lot more at the time, that's for sure. And it was a lot better for it. It was a little. It was more fun. Yeah, well, you had you had stars that were over then, didn't you? Oh yeah, people cared. Uh, people who didn't like wrestling knew who these people were, and now they don't. Yeah, it's just it's a brand. It's um. I mean, it's going to sell out. It comes over here, too. I mean, we get it in Belfast, and um, a friend of mine is kind of involved in the, the journalism aspect of it, and the WWE will always sell out and stuff, but people don't necessarily know who they're going to see. They just know they're going to see, you know, the company. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what all that swearing got them. It got them that, uh, that brand recognition, so now they can put on a crappy show and be all right. Yeah, I mean, whenever I, um, whenever I was a kid, I went to a couple of, cards and um, I was able to see Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Undertaker at their peak and we kind of everybody was dressed you know as they had merchandise and everybody sort of laid their cards on the table who they were supporting and stuff and um, the personalities were almost bigger than the company which I don't think is the way it is now. No they don't have a lot of like over the top uh, guys like there's nobody who someone who doesn't watch wrestling will see like a current guy and see, I want to go, I'm going to buy WrestleMania for that guy. Like they don't have that. That's why the rock and undertaker and all these guys have to keep coming back. Yeah. The cure and maybe also the problem as well. I mean, it's going to stop new talent. If uh, the, the main spots are always being occupied, I think. Yeah, it's a debate that happens every year around this time. You know, you bring in the uh, the outside guys or the older people, and they just yeah, they're the draw. Like they bring the uh, they bring the eyeballs and put the butts in the seats. So I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I can see why they're I can see why the company do it and why it's kind of lends to the the event and everything. But I also think that the the younger guys don't seem to be able to take the same chances that. Um, the older generation did in order to get over in the first place. So they're kind of walking on eggshells. And then the, the older guys are allowed to come back and they're allowed to, you know, uh, fall straight back into their own personality and um, be more controversial, which is easier to get hate. And then the guys that are working full-time now don't really seem to be able to do that. Yeah, I feel like everybody's kind of uh, heavily scripted or heavily reined in, and it's... I mean, you can kind of tell when certain guys are trying to memorize lines and the, pro the promo doesn't 
sound as good because it's like ah you're just trying to remember somebody else wrote and oh no fun but i don't know there are a few guys who probably could get away with kind of being themselves and get over but for whatever reason they don't do it i think um cm punk did it and then subsequently he's not in the business anymore so <laughs> and then he got his ass kicked in mm in uh, ufc yeah but I mean, if he came back now, you can't tell me that he wouldn't be automatically elevated above everybody else. He would be the guy he hated when he was a full-time guy. Yeah. Athletically, though, he would still be able to probably have the best match. So it's not like, you know, somebody that has an artificial hip coming back and taking the main event money. I think he would still probably probably have the best match. Yeah, he would earn it for sure. You know, I mean... We can talk about this for a long time, but I'm not sure there's benefiting you. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I don't even know what's going to be on the show at this point anymore. <laughs> I'll get at least you talking about the song, and uh, everything else is up in the air. Do you feel like you want to go for one kind of last punchy question-answer that might edge out some of the other stuff? Uh, oh, man, do I have anything else? I don't think Maybe I have anything else. editing a bit, you know, if we kind of... Just go for a good question and answer without that doesn't need much tending to. Oh right, yeah, what do you think? What do you think? What do you hate right now? What's going on over there that's really grinding your gears, as it were? Oh, I think everybody's got to talk about um, global politics, but that's uh, uh, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. So, so you want me to go for something small, like um, some something that uh, I'm trying to think of something that you that would relate to you that you actually. You know, you Americans would know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, well, that, that, that went down in flames. Yeah, that's, this did not go well. <laughs> well, the rest of it did. And I, I think I got enough to uh, to splice together. And it's going it's okay. to be good. Uh, so try me again. Try me again. Ask the question again. All <laughs> <Sorry>. right. <laughs> so what's going on with you that's really getting you going? I would have to be political correctness, I think. Uh-oh. Uh, Free speech, um, the attack on free speech, and this kind of narrative that goes on in uh, mainly social media dominated, but the way people have to, uh, the way a lot of entertainers and celebrities and stuff are having to go away, you know, because they're associated with somebody or they won't, they won't come out in public and condemn somebody that they used to work for or work with. And I think it's gone a little bit too far, or in some cases, I mean, obviously there are people that are being rightfully can uh, condemn for what they did but there's there's a lot of collateral damage i think to free speech yeah you know i was talking to my dad the other day and he sent me something about uh a documentary that's coming out called no safe spaces and it's uh basically it's one side saying hey screw you to the other side but it made me think of how i've talked to some comedians who won't play colleges anymore because either people don't laugh or they just get offended by everything yeah, the, uh, actually, that that would be a very good example of it. I think it would be hard for comedy to exist in the current, you know, the current set of values that the the media have and stuff, because you kind of need some of those barriers to be relaxed in order to for for comedy to happen. But um, the idea that that universities are disinviting people from speaking and it's not what it's supposed to be about. I don't think. I mean, free speech is supposed to protect unpopular speech so people should be judged for what they say but initially they have to have the right to say it and the platform to say it 
And some of the best uh, speeches I've listened to were people I didn't agree with, but I sat down and said, you know what, let's see what you got to say. And I ended up coming out of it, not changing my view, but at least saying, okay, now I get what you're saying. And, you know, I'm say you could say what you want, but, you know, be ready to, I think a lot of people take the whole free speech thing to say, oh, I could say what I want. You can't say anything. That's not, it's not the point. You can say what you want, but you also have to be ready to defend it. And at the same time, you got to let people say what they're saying so you don't just condemn everybody because they don't agree with you. It's a mess is what it is. Yeah, I think it's something that applies equally um, in America and and here in the UK. Anywhere, really, it's it's a global movement, this kind of the safe space thing. You know, people's feelings are more important than journalism, for example, or facts and the truth coming out. Yeah, how dare you try to use logic in an argument on the internet? Who do you think you are? Yeah, but it, it, it filters down to the internet when people are having conversations and stuff, uh, threads and whatever, but it takes its lead from media, I think, the television and whatever else, um, where you've seen a lot, of, a lot of people who would have been polarizing and they would have been invited on to talk because they are polarizing and now they're not. You know, a lot of those people are going away and they're not going to be invited back. And you just have, uh, you know, you have a panel of talking heads, you know, three people or whatever, and they, they all have the same opinion. The consensus opinion, you know, the, the, it's going to keep the show on the air and not offend sponsors and please everybody, in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the networks have to make money. And if people don't like what's going on, if they're uh, offended or whatever, then yeah, they're gonna they're gonna tune out and uh, boycott some things, and so that's why you get this kind of vanilla. All right, one side says this stuff, the other side says this stuff, and that's it. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, but what about this other stuff that you guys could talk about and have a good discussion? But instead, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I think that the networks would be making more money if there was a. People just said what they wanted to say, to be honest. I think it makes a lot of people apathetic to the mainstream media and not watch it and go to uh, go to the internet to get their news, which is flawed because, you know, it's they're not professional journalists. It's just people gossiping. Yeah, but that's way more fun. It's more fun, but it's how these, these uh, canards and uh, these things get spread that, that aren't necessarily true. A lot of this... Uh, alternative facts or whatever your the buzzword is at the minute. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's certainly uh a mess right now. I don't know what we can do about it, but I don't know. It's nice it's always good to at least come out and say, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Ah, we might have another one. There we go. 